Remember? Dry humping. Yes, dry humping, of course. <laughs> Cave cheese. <laughs> I wasn't a Boy Scout, but I had friends that were. Yes. What the fuck? The dick soak method. Bill? Beautiful. Perfect. Hey, guys. Hey, we're just getting off of uh, Critical Mass Air 1. Yeah. Uh, R1 is a helicopter, and the President's 1 is a is a plane. Oh. But it, it's flying away now. So here we are in, into the studio. We're here. Wow. Yeah, that was weird. What a, what a trip we just took. <laughs> I, yeah, it was a very strange trip. Well, welcome to Critical Mass listeners. Yes. Uh, this bonus. is a pop-up. Uh, pop-up. Pop-up. Podcast. Pop-up. Pop-up. A bonus episode, if you will. Are we getting Hot Pockets? We're between seasons three and four. Uh, Special time of year. I'm sick. Our guest is sick. We're all sick, dude. In the head. Rock is just sick looking. It's uh, awful. He just always looks sickly. It's awful. Our guest is a very special guest. Very special. Um, (laughs) Known only as LJ. LJ. And... uh, uh, he's probably well, he's probably listened to an episode or two, so he knows what to expect. I actually haven't. You've, you've listened to episodes before. Kindly leave. <laughs> Could you kindly get the fuck out kindly of here? Leave. So yeah. what'd you? So LJ, what'd you think of the green room before you came in? You know, you kind of hung out in the green room for a little while. Was it as disturbing as it is to everyone else? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Can oh, you okay. say whether or not you've listened again? <laughs> I said I haven't. My first time. That was a gunshot. I'm bleeding all over the floor because it's my first time. It's not a good sound effect. It just tell it's, the guest what the sound effect is. That it's a gunshot. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure at first when he did it. I was like, uh, it was, was a, a slap in the face. Those Chinese poppers. It was like a little bitch slap. I was like, dude, at least potter it up. <laughs> right. I you, the, the listeners can't see. Who gave him out. a keyboard? Like, was this your idea? No, this was not my idea. Yeah, I'm just answering the uh, critical mass phone right now. Oh, hello. This is uh, Comtwat73. It's calling in. Okay, why are you using a screen name? Because I wanted Miami. Why didn't you use your own screen name from fucking eighth grade? What was your screen name? Yeah, can we talk about that for a second? Because we couldn't figure out how to spell it the other day. We got sick already. Tate-tastic. Tate-tastic. I heard the word Tate. Tate. Yeah, Tate. Like I, the, did, I didn't realize it was Can you end. explain what a Tate is? Was, well, at least then. Yeah, it was that, that thin piece of skin between your asshole and your balls. But I you sh- just said Tate. Yes, so mm. I misheard and I misspelled Holy it. shit, how His funny life is, is that? Lie. That's when he found out. Yeah. Oh my god, you loser. And I learned that from camp <laughs> counselors when I was a camper. Right. Yeah. Right, well that makes sense. Of course, yes. So it was Tate-tastic. People would be like, what's that? And I'm like, it's the thin piece of skin. How do you not know? You acted like we were the crazy ones. Exactly. Exactly. Like we didn't fucking come up with a screen name. So I wrote a little ditty. Is it a P ditty? Yeah, (laughs) damn it. Took my joke. LJ's here. LJ. 
Wow. Da- what do you think? <laughs> I think Dan had a long day at work. <laughs> he really did. I'm delirious. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. Yeah. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, I don't know where I am right It's now. all right. It was cute, though. I, I appreciate it. Thanks for threatening my life over the air. <laughs> so, I was going to write it in E minor because it would be even more sad. Oh, yes. Of course. It would be sad. Sorry, the monitor just turned off for a second. Um, We're good. So was there a point to, like, the show? Um, I mean, no, it's the holidays. not the show. It's... It's the holidays. Dan's going to keep singing and playing over and talking. I know these notes, and I don't give a fuck. This is why the show's going to shit. (laughs) This is why we Our ratings are in the trash. (laughs) Yes, I want to thank all of our listeners um, for not listening. (laughs) Thank you so much. We're tuning out right before this episode. For just being part of this with us. Rock's wife is upstairs right now just shaking her head. She can hear every word. She's going, God, these guys suck. <laughs> They're losing it. Oh, yeah, we've lost our edge completely. But So what What do good? What do shows do when they're losing their edge, they're losing listeners? They have a holiday special. Yeah. Well, they, they jump a shark. They, they bring out an obscure guest. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Now, um, now, Mr. J. Um, oh, I like that. You like Mr. that? J. You, Mr. J. You live in the wild Jazzy west. J. The wild west yonder. The the Colorado. Yeah. What do you? How do you like it there? Oh, it's beautiful, man. Is that it? Really is. Yeah. Let me ask you: Does anyone have a job out there? Ironically, dude, I don't know like how they afford to live out there. It's it's really a questionable thing. And like most women that I've met out there are like waitresses or just like pulling shit together. Yeah. You're just like really. Yeah. Like how are you affording to be here? Because I can barely. And I I got my master's. You know whatever. But. Yeah, I mean... Wait, do you have a smoking issue? Was your larynx removed? Why did you just sound like that? Because that's... I'm, I'm working on my radio play here. Yeah, it's, it's his radio voice. Why oh. do you stomp on people? Why do you do that? Yeah, dude. Now I don't <laughs> want to do it again. What? Now, now I don't want to like, <laughs> talk like that at all. You just you hurt people. It just reminded me of those cigarette commercials. <laughs> I am... I have, I've been a smoker. I used to be a beauty queen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Actually, out of out of our group of friends, so there was like our our stronghold of five, mm-hmm. all four smoked cigarettes except me. So That's like true. we'd be out and whatnot, and fucking everyone's like, oh, we're gonna go have a cigarette. Yeah. You know, you you want to come outside? It's fucking like this outside, right? It's freezing. Yeah. You know, Rochester weather. I don't know if if people don't know, but. All our listeners are in southern Florida, so they have no idea. Every single one. They're in Cuba. They're in Boca. (laughs) Um, So they'd fucking leave me to sit there and... Obviously, my drinking habit only you know That's intensified tough from to there. to not pick up smoking because I was like, well, if they're outside smoking and you know inducing more habits, then I guess I got to do something in here. So exactly, the pitcher would be gone by the time we get back. Yeah, yeah. And Lance would be well, so because he's very fluent at, at the the propensity yeah. of drinking. Well, when you smoke, you take forever. Yeah. Well, I'm a social smoker. I go outside, I see the people. Uh, well, no, he can high. barely breathe. So yeah. when he tries to suck it in, it just like takes everything that he's fucking throwing up in his mouth. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah he's usually, it's really quite. It, yeah. It's painful to watch. I think that's maybe why I didn't start smoking because I was like, dude, this kid's gonna die in a couple well, of years. Well, when you watch a, here, a hairy bridge weird. troll no, no trying to smoke so a stogie, it looks horrible. You know. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate that. It's doing well, you didn't always look state. so bridge trollist. I mean, that's kind of a newer thing. But yeah, yeah. at any rate, that's true. That's true. Uh, so, let's circle back for a second. Circle. I was curious. Mm, what circles. was your uh, screen name? Tate. What? Tate Tastic. Tate Tastic. Tate Tastic. Yeah. And he wouldn't answer for hours. Yep. Really? Can you guess why? 
Because he was masturbating yeah. porn. Yeah. Definitely. And I would apologize to like Lance after. Well, you're you were ill trip seventy seven. Yeah. Which, ill trip. Everyone be like, I'll trip seventy seven. I was Bill. like, no, it's ill trip, bro. I didn't even know how that came about. Do I you remember? No idea. I had to give explanations all the time. Probably guys, made shit up. You guys want to know what mine was? Oh, God. I yes. yes. Wait, I, I feel like I remember. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Wait, you uh, remember? I think I might. Uh, something boy or something man. Danny Fanny, oh, 83. Oh, my God. Did your mom fucking come up with that? No, I was just so making, making fun of childish like things. Were you or were you just kind of childish? Both. Okay. Dan had already like graduated college and was working on his retirement by the time AIM came out. Uh, no. He's old as fuck. AIM was basically as soon as I went to college. It, yeah. was, it got really? pretty big, yeah. Dude, you're old. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. What? Wait, no. That I, doesn't make sense. I graduated in, in 2001. You're not High school. You're 36? No, I'm 35 in a few weeks. Oh. A couple weeks. Why do you think you were 36? I don't know. I don't Still 35. I mean, five years till you're dead, pretty much. Right. I always wonder why you're so mature. <laughs> right? Yeah. I roll. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so the holidays. Oh, oh I thought we were at screen names. We, oh, um, we're past that? Okay. No, I just wanted to know everybody's going. screen name. You just wanted just for, well, you know. We should be able to, like, write them here on these cardboard boxes. <laughs> well, in honor, because you know that AIM uh, was it's end dead. of life. It's end of life. They they did that a few months ago. It doesn't exist anymore. They it's literally gone. killed the program. It really? Does not exist. So yeah. no, AOL in general. AOL still exists. Yes. Oh right. Uh, if you I was waiting. Like, for so that. let's pour Seven some out onto the ground for if aim. You, if you did not do that, <laughs> in there's the no drain in here. Floor. Yeah. <laughs> to uh, to aim. This beautiful place. You to, know, you don't want to pour it on the carpet or anything. Maybe we could get some participation from our guest. Yeah. Guys, if you could just pour out your <laughs> your alcoholic or non-alcoholic beverages. Yeah, you're too powerful. Fuck it. Fuck it. Wait. Hold on. Oh no. That is so annoying. <laughs> that it's is a like, funeral for Aim. Yeah, that's yeah. that kind of made me sad. Like as soon as that note hit. Dan, can you summate your day for us, please? Yeah. Um, on keyboard. Yeah. Ooh, okay. What did your day um, sound like? Ooh, ooh, I like this. <laughs> this is gonna be a new bit. <laughs> this is gonna be a whole new bit. That's my fucking day. Wow, that's my brain on drugs. Right? How many <laughs> Amazon packages did you deliver today? <laughs> oh, Jesus, he's going to have a number. Probably, right? I probably I probably broke 100. Jesus Christ. Is that a, a daily thing for you or, you know, like because of the holidays? Well, Good call. during like the holiday season. Bring it around. During the holiday season, prior all the way up through Christmas, I, on average, delivered 120 packages a day. Jesus. Um, Jesus Crystal. But it would have been less today had we worked on Monday. But we basically had double the amount of oh, That's work great. You probably love today. that. You're like, oh, Jesus. great day yeah. off, but not really. Yeah, it sucks. I'll just do it in a day. Fuck that. I'm just a fucking Superman, yeah. so right. no big started deal. at 8 in the morning, and I finished after 7 p.m. And now you're here. Yes, fucking doing, doing this. This is. Meanwhile, the entire day, I my phone you. You is know what I did today? because what? this loser can't stop texting anyone. Oh my god, what did you do today, LJ? I uh, masturbated yourself into a coma. Well, no, I went to see uh, downsizing. Oh, I've wanted to see it. Yeah, don't. What are your? Oh, bad. 
it was I, I can't even like put it into a good summary as far as how I felt about the movie. Well, I heard a critic say that it was either gonna be your movie or not your movie, depending on who you are. Like, no, because the the plot line like wasn't in sync, and there's just like parts that just like they just fell off, like they just fell out of the the premise. Like they, you know, it, it's like going one way, and then they tried to make like this jagged yeah. curve into a different. Oh, you know, okay. And you kind of didn't know where they were going with it, and. You know, I, I think the movie in itself, like, had a lot of room and space to kind of speak uh, uh, on societal norms. And because of, you know, they were downsizing basically to save the environment. Like, yeah. I thought that was interesting. Using less resources, okay, we're on track to, like, you know, avoid. And they, they brought up, you know, and not to, you know, maybe some spoilers, but... Um, that based on the icebergs melting, they were giving off a certain amount of methane, mm-hmm. which was going to in turn destroy the planet. It makes sense. Um, and I thought, you know, they had some good ideas there, but, you know, Matt Damon, you know, he <laughs> he had a subpar performance. Um, I, I thought, you know, some of the, some of the supporting cast was kind of hit or miss. Um, I don't know. I, I thought, like, great idea behind it. That's why I went to go see it. Started out pretty rad, and then it kind of dropped off a little bit because they had some plot holes. And then yeah, yeah. it came back around to be, like, a decent movie by the end, but still, like, excuse me, I thought it was, like, you know, really missing that, you know, the special ingredient yeah. that makes you, like, wow, that was that was spellbinding or that really touched me or that, you know, whatever you're looking for when you go to a movie, whether it's, you know, the the intellectual kind of challenge or the opening of some philosophical questioning, stuff like that, which is why I go to see a movie. And, exactly. And I thought it brought up some questions for me. But I go to masturbate. Well, R.I.P. We Herman, calm down over there, bud. <laughs> during Disney movies, <laughs> yeah, during the the worst movies. Star Emma Watson's hot. Well, Rocco masturbates Star Wars. I do. I have. No, I haven't. The I Rock thought you Monster. have. I guarantee you no, have. No, I really haven't. I've yeah. never. I've never once masturbated to a Star Wars film ever. But have you had sex during a Star Wars movie playing in the background? Well, yeah, duh, duh. Okay, well, I mean, come on, yes. I mean, that kind of counts. I can, I can, like, name three. Like, what if times. I got a blowjob? You during might be a- the only person on the planet that's gotten laid with Star Wars on in the background. Well, they weren't there to see Star Wars. I thought that they were there to see Star Wars. Okay? They were there to see you. They were there to fuck Which me. Which is weird in itself. Like, I'd almost rather get fucked to Star Wars than get fucked by Rock or Rock. That's, that's fine. <laughs> uh,. The rockness. I'll Wait, so, you, so they... What, <laughs> what, what sort of debt did they owe to, to someone? Oh, my God. They owed someone a debt to have sex with me? Really? So, I've... <laughs> really? So, I've gotten, like, blown during movies, and I feel like, the, I mean, in a sense, kind of the same idea, like... I mean, haven't we all given or received <laughs> during a movie? Blowjobs? Well, You've yeah. given? Oh, okay. I mean, I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> But take it back. Oh, you're trying to be, yeah, okay. Have you ever just gone up to the uh, popcorn stand and been like, hey, I'll take a large popcorn and a pair of scissors? Yeah. <laughs> or can you put in the hole in the bottom for me? Uh, yeah. Like, can we just cut the middleman out? And, and can we case, just go in our heads, like, what that would fucking look like? How would you smoothly do that? Well, a full bucket of popcorn, and you have to cut a hole in the see, bottom. See, I of it. tried that, and my, the tip just crested along the entire bo- the entire top of the bucket. <laughs> okay, buddy. You obviously got a small batch of popcorn. It, how many minutes in, and we've already talked about the size of his penis? Yeah, uh, I well, know. Whatever. Bill's not here, so. Yeah, I'm. 
I'm not gonna interject. Anyway, but I think I think it would be really awkward because I mean, nobody talks about the length of time that you would have to sit there, right. and then like. <laughs> Yeah, she's moving the popcorn or the jagged fucking popcorn. Like, you ever get a <gasps> kernel stuck in your oh, mouth? Yeah. Oh, Could yeah. you imagine that getting jagged in your fucking dick? No, <laughs> 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 why are you screaming? You really <laughs> like this movie. This is a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> no Do you have a kernel stuck in your mouth? No. It's in the tip. I just imagine it's hard to keep an erection with it inside of a hot warm well yeah mine would definitely fall out and then it would just be covered in butter and salt which hey hey that might help you know might work 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 my favor later on hey i got a popcorn flavored dick if you're interested yeah did you like that popcorn i got something better yeah exactly but don't chew it i'll pop you i don't know Movies. <laughs> yes. Wait, at the movies with critical mass. At the movies with critical mass. Man, that show really has like ADHD, man. Oh my god, like you wouldn't believe. I... So the holidays, they went pretty well for me, I'd say. Uh, I hope they went well for the others in the room. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it was nice to see my family, but it's just it's a whole thing because like I got yeah. so many friends, uh, not. Well, there's you that comes from out of town. Then you've right. got, you know, my brother and his wife. And, you know, it's like they're in town and I just want to hang out with these people. But they're just dragged every which way by other people. Right. You know? And it's, it's, well, she's got her whole family up here and he has a family, I think. Yeah, a little, kind of, yeah. Yeah. But it's just, it's it's just, it feels like everyone's like, I want to do this, I want to do that. And oh, yeah. Well, you get pulled in so many directions, right? Yeah. There's not like, enough time. Because, I mean, specifically for me coming in town, like, people yeah. want to kind of, I mean, indirectly monopolize my time. Yeah, I'm you know? one of those people, yes. No, I mean, like, I mean, more family-related stuff. Yeah. Um, and but, there's guilt involved. Yeah, but that's personal guilt. I mean, no one really puts it on you like you put it on yourself. I think right. at this point in our lives, it's more so like we know it's right and we know, you know, where our time should be and who we should spend it with. And It's true. Is anybody else think that this beer is skunked? I've been drinking skunky beer all night. Jeremiah's, dude, Ugh. they're like, yeah, we have 47, beer on ta- 47 beers on tap. And I was like, all that means to me is that half the beer is skunk because you didn't have to fucking change the keg. Right? Oh, yeah. Because it's just been sitting there, right? Or clean so, the lines. Yeah. Oh. Well, 48 tap so lines. So every beer I got, I tried to switch it up. Skunk, dude. Yeah. So I can't tell the difference. Yeah. That's it, like, is, uh, it is Jenny Cream Ale. I mean. Yeah, it's come skunked. Are you, this is award-winning beer. They don't have it on the label anymore. Genesee this... Beer is a sponsor of Critical Mass. <laughs> By the Jenny... way, wait, wait, no, it no, can't no, be not... skunked because... <laughs> no, Jenny Cream Ale's won Beer World Cup medals. Did you just make that up? No, it's true. It's true. I just don't know what you... Do we have a fact checker here? I don't yeah. think your keyboard tells you. No. no. I'll fucking Google it, you motherfucking asshole. So, um, LJ, what would you say was your favorite gift that you received for Xmas this year? Two fingers in the butthole. Uh, I was gonna say the reach around, but he beat me to it. I, I learned what that was recently. It's a it's a deli thing. Yeah, we we define that here on Critical Mass. Um, so when there's two men that work in a deli, and okay. one man is at a table and he's slicing meat, and he has a big salami in front of him, mm. and the the other deli man needs to get that salami. He will mm. he will nestle up behind Ooh. him, reach around him, oh, wow. and grab his salami. Oh. Do you understand? Yeah. 
It's a deli term. Yeah, not, I think I get it. People just, they, they're such dirty minds. Oh, wow. Can we uh, take an intermission? Yeah, you like that, don't you? Uh, yeah, his, his whole yeah, side yeah. of the table's going up. <laughs> oh, ah. um, but yeah, what was your favorite gift? What did you receive? Um, it was uh, a re-gift. Oh. Uh, it was uh, one of the Nespresso's. Nespresso's? Yeah, so the espresso's ma- espresso makers, like they had the Keurigs for mm-hmm. coffee. Yeah. So um, I was really excited about it. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't fucking work. So. Oh. So that was your favorite wah, gift? Wah. The one that I mean, work. it started out as my favorite and then kind of fell by the wayside, but I got a lot of cool gift cards. Nice gift cards. I mean, cards. that's basically what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah, I love gift cards. I don't care. People are like, gift cards are so impersonal. It's like. I don't want. I mean, that's fine. But yeah, I don't but mind a gift card. It's it's great for me. I mean, what? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm the same way. I, I get them. things that are completely usable and you know. No, exactly. Like Done. supermarkets and. Oh. Oh. I guess shit. this is a fucking case race. I guess we're. I guess that's what we're doing tonight. Yeah. I got. Um, I think one of my one of my favorite gifts this year. My brother got me, he went to an antique store and got me a, a 19... He's calling you, Rick. Dude. You <laughs> should answer it on the air. Should I answer it? Yeah. Hang on. Guest phone call. Cameo. Hey, Rick. Hey, buddy. You're, uh, you're, you're on critical mass. You're on critical mass. I got you on speakerphone. With We're here with LJ. LJ, that sounds like a stripper. It, it is. He, he, know, does, he does strip from time to time. He does. Let me hear LJ's voice. Only for you, buddy. Oh, God, that is a stripper. <laughs> <laughs> he, knows he knows him by vocal tone. I think they call him round track. <laughs> <laughs> they do. You know it, buddy. My number one customer here on the phone. Hit me up in the morning. Yes. Alright. I love you. Uh, LJ or Roundtree, I love you. I and love you too, buddy. Wash your cooch, man. Hey, I, I, I leave on Saturday. Can I see you before then? Yes, you can. Alright, bring the 200. I'll give you the usual. The uh, answering machine is done. 200? You raise your prices. You're not worth 200. Let's because we're on the air. Hey, hey, we got we got another call. We gotta go. <laughs> we got another call. We gotta go. Um, oh my god. Um, what were we saying? What were we talking about? Oh, I got my brother went to an antique shop. Oh yeah, yeah, this gift. Yeah. And he got me a, uh, a Luke Skywalker, cool, yeah. a, like, a Luke Skywalker doll from an antique shop. Cool. You know what, Dan? You he has since nothing. taken it out of the box and violated it, which goes against everything Worthy that he said he wouldn't do. Worthy award-winning notes. The Genesee Cream Ale has won the World Beer Cup gold medals in 1990, 91, silver medals in 87, 88, 93, 94, and 2005, and bronze in some other years. Um, I don't believe the recipe has changed. Are you sure? <laughs> So, oh, yeah. Oh, and there's one right now. Listen to that. He, he left these in his garage, so they froze too quickly. That's that's how you get skunked beer. Well, actually, he didn't. Yeah. The, yeah, she the did. missus? Yeah. 
You know you're allowed to hit her for that, right? Um, I know. I think it says <laughs> on the website. <laughs> you get there. <laughs> it says you are award winning. You can you can hate your spouse if they put it in the garage. Yeah. Wait, I thought that was Pabst. <laughs> that was fucking... No, PBR, it doesn't matter what you do with them. You can still hate your spouse. Right? Uh, I remember when Pabst... Remember on my apartment? Which the, one? The bar? Yeah, they've had, a, they've had a remodel, and that looks great in there now. Really? So the Paps isn't 69 cents a can anymore? I used to love that. I'd go in with it a $5 be. bill. He's like, here. Um, <laughs> Give me all yeah, the Paps No, they, they had a fire, actually. A fire. Finally. Ooh, and, the whole, fire. and they just redid the whole fucking thing, dude. It's nice in there. It's nice in there? Gee, that's a fucking stretch. It's really no, nice. it really is. you got to go. I mean, okay. We'll I've, go. Okay. Let's go now. I've always wanted an ED and not <laughs> yeah, have fuck sex. show. I'm serious. It's it's nice. Okay. Well, I mean, thanks for bringing that up. I guess <coughs> the so. wife does their or used to do their uh, payroll as well. Oh, oh I see. Oh, hey. Oh. So, um, so the holiday season. What what is? So this is a room full of people. Well. I, LJ, I don't want to speak okay, for so you. Okay, so a room full of cynics. Is that where you're going? Well, yeah. a room full of cynics, a room full of people that don't really have a belief system in terms of uh, a stringent God-type figure. Like, you have your own beliefs. We've discussed this before, but they don't involve you eating a wafer and... Drinking the blood uh, of Christ. drinking the blood. Well, once you I know, knew it was wine, I accepted it openly. Like, oh, I'll go every fucking day. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, like, you know... And then they told me I couldn't have any more. And I was just... <laughs> Well, we were, How was that? We were raised, I'm not getting a buzz off this. We were raised similarly as Roman Catholics because you went to St. Lawrence. I went to St. Lawrence. I was a, I was a um, an usher, a little po' boy. Uh, what, what are they called? <laughs> yeah, I, I I struggle to say what the technical term for it since it's been because it brings up a lot of within society as far as an altar boy. Altar boy. <laughs> yes, that's what you were an altar boy. Um, Gross. But, but, like, okay, so there's Christmas, and, you know, it's a thing, and we celebrate it even though we're so vehemently against religion. So somebody asked me this, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on this, too, because obviously that's All right, well, vehement. What? Go on. Okay. No, please criticize him. That's what I do. No, because I, I incorrectly pronounced the word, so I wasn't going to go for it. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. I felt, <laughs> felt insecure about it. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. That's okay. Um, but so, so like, I, people are like, well, you're such an asshole about religion. You're just a really an asshole in general, they tell me. That's what I, that's what um, I hear a lot. Well, yeah. yeah I mean, well, you, your mom's very, she speaks the truth. And yeah, <laughs> you do force feed your beliefs. So. I do. I just fucking <laughs> usually rectally to people. Well, now um, Facebook is giving you a podium. So that's true. Well, very... I've really died down on that you quite have. often. Quite, uh, yeah. uh, I'm just done. No, he's, he's done way better. Yeah, I've really backed. I, I think you just run not... out of gas. Well, that's no, all. because I I think because he had taken so long to get on that ship, and he saw what kind of power he had. Yeah. Or what kind of injection he could have on the social medium. Well, power I thought I had. I didn't really mm. have. Well, yeah, it's self-inflicted, but correct. But at any rate, I was like, hopefully it's just a phase because I think when we all get on social media for the first time, we yeah. see. You know who we can interact with exactly. You know how our projected release is as far as who we can affect and how many people you can really piss off. Oh yeah. Which is just at first is like yes, no, like so I good. can fucking ruin the lives of millions. How do you get an erection when people get angry? But then your friends are like, yo. Yeah, yeah. Well, he had to decide whether or not he wanted to be a troll still. 
Yeah, and then that. Kind I don't of mean just, the figurative sense where where he, he, is he chose a, a the vape troll. life over the troll life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to choose one of them. You do. You really do. Yeah. You really do. But so we're off track. But that's okay. That's what we do on this that's show. That's what it is. That's what critical mass is. But so people are like, oh, we're we, recording. We, you so. <laughs> But you celebrate Christmas. Like, you're such a prick about religion, but you celebrate this holiday. Like, you obviously seem excited about it. Like, doesn't it seem kind of hypocritical? And I feel like I have a different de- different definition of what Christmas is, um, at least for me and, and something that I want to impart on my child. Okay. And and what Christmas, I guess, means to me is the, is the end of the year. You know, the new year is about to, to happen. <clears throat> about to file taxes. And, <laughs> right? Yeah. And you want to, like... <clears throat> you want to like tell the people and show the people that have been there for you through that entire year that's about to go by. Jesus, are you gonna burp? I, mean, I was trying to, but I don't know how. Um, <laughs> that's true. Um, that's you want to tell those people that are close to you that have been there for you during our, you know what may have been a rough year or even a good year, and you want to say, let me buy you a little something. Yeah. Just to show you that I care. That thank you for being part of my thank you for being part or of my make life you something this year or make you something yeah this year and that comes from the heart uh, exactly and that's how I feel Which I never do that's what Straight I feel like Christmas. Christmas. From the heart. well that's how I feel Christmas it should be it's all this dogmatic Jesus in a fucking manger and all this bullshit. well who does that though like so wait a minute you're t- I, you're saying that's true meaning of Christmas is to buy people stuff. No, it's to show the people that have been there well, for you. I think you. he's trying to avoid that. that. No, it's to show the people that have been there for you that you care about them. If you spend a dollar on them, if you make them something, if you spend $300 but on them. But shouldn't you show that year-round, I guess, you know, if you really do care about it's, them? It's like, it's like let me catch up on the non-caredness all year. It's a culmination. And give you something materialistic. But it's a culmination of, of that. Like you sh- You're right, though. You should really honor those that have been there but I, you know you've been there for me i thank you for that all the time i bought you something this year dan I, oh I you mean, had to bring that up on there huh i you know first time you ever bought me something <laughs> well i bought you yeah, this year. but you bought me something too and i really like it. I already well it i twice. only bought you something because you said you bought me something well, which i know is like a unconscious implant like yo yeah i got you something so no, don't come empty-handed bro no, it's gonna I, be awkward i i straight up said <laughs> after i texted you i looked to my right and i said i said i'm telling you your right this, hand so he doesn't. Yeah, I was there. Feel like, like you know what I mean? Like you buy someone something and they get like, oh, I didn't get you anything. Like, I didn't want you to feel that way. Well, well, if you didn't want me to feel that way, you wouldn't have said nothing until you gave it to me and like, hey. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I didn't mm-hmm. really think. Maybe that. he yeah. was too excited not to say something. Maybe I was. I that's was so... I, I'll, I'll I'll okay. I can buy that because that's that's because that's what I did to him. him. That's true. But that's yeah. I told him I was like, dude, I got you. That's Something his personality I can't even type. Tell like, you, just but like, I just dude, love it. I can't keep a secret. That's true. I can't. Yeah. I'm pretty. Who's awful. tapping? That was me. My bad. I got a little excited. Oh, I my, thought it was, was your penis the hitting the bottom of the table. Yeah, sometimes. This is a uh, fucking thumper from Bambi with yeah. his dick. Okay, so wait, I, I wasn't listening. Jesus Christ! <laughs> you got a Star Wars a lot of edits here. doll <laughs> from my brother. And, that is no longer me, though. It's still happening. That was Rocco the whole time. Were you just tapping your foot? No. You heard that too. Yeah. It's you. I can see you fucking moving. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm a... Weird. I don't know. It's weird. That is weird. Anyway. So wait. So Rocco got a Star Wars doll. It's I mean, by Rocco, I mean Rocco. Me. It's definitely you because you're hiding. Put your hands in the air. 
They're behind like you. just don't care. I don't know. Can we move on, LJ? What did you get, LJ? That I was thought so I already special. talked about it. I, I told you I wasn't listening. Well, you got he got the, the coffee machine. It doesn't fucking work. Yeah. He got a coffee machine? It drips machine? everywhere. Coffee. Coffee. Yeah. It was an espresso. By Espresso what? maker? Nespresso? Yeah. Jesus Christ. And Where the fuck, fuck were you? You <laughs> like No, I completely zoned out. You are the Dude, worst the guests co-host. are gonna Yeah. <laughs> the people listening are gonna be like, they're drunk. Not yet. Where are like you? we thought it'd be four, but now we know. Oh god, they have to know to keep the show going. I mean I Jesus. come on here and pretend to listen, I just think about myself. Yeah, I figured you would. But okay, so so Dan, Daniel, Daniel son, what does Christmas mean to you? Seriously. <laughs> A lot of drinking. <laughs> Apparently. Um, it's cultural. Okay. You know, it's not a religious thing for me. I, I hit a point in my life where I go, this is not what I was told Christmas is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about the birth of Christ. But, but when do the cultures and religions start to mesh? I think that's the interesting kind of coalition of, of holidays is that there's a cultural, traditional, religious mix. Like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, yeah, but it's a religious holiday that you can't separate from our culture, no matter how hard you try. Well, there was a war on Christmas, but that ended this year. Thank you. Thank you, Donald Trump. Thank you, Donald Thank you Barack Obama. Obama. Right, right. <laughs> right. Um, something is like just... Something's vibrating. That's what it is. It's like one of these things. It really, no, it's, it really wasn't him. This thing shakes, though. Yeah, that's what it is. But I don't move. Um, okay, so my point is that you grow up in America. America. Which is <laughs> predominantly oh, Christian. Exactly. You sure. So Christmas is a huge is holiday. It the, the Jews. Is it predominantly Christian? The it Jews. Is. Given that we are the minority. Who's we? Whites. The white man. <laughs> there are black Christians. There are brown Christians. There are Asian Christians. There are... The persecuted but white I, man. I feel like they feel like they have to come here, and that's the status quo. How many do you think are, are like fake believers? You know, are, are just they feel like they have to fall in line. Well, with... now you're getting a whole other thing. I mean, religion in general is built on followers, isn't that? Oh God, oh, so, built on, built on blind followers. But yes, this is for the most part a, except for my a fucking grandma country. and your grandma. Only people uh, that get and past. so, <laughs> I get a point in my life where I go, I'm not, not going to celebrate Christmas. I'm not going to get people gifts. I'm not going to accept gifts from people. <laughs> Sorry, real quick. She found out that she had to go to the doctor's today, and she literally just... And this is my grandma. Yeah. She literally walked around the house. This is a, a Christian-abiding woman. Oh, yeah. Just saying shit. Just shit, 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 shit. <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, what is wrong with you? She's like, I don't want to go to the doctors. I hate the doctors. I don't believe in this shit. Shit, shit. And, like, she'd sit down. Shit. Where's my coat? Shit. It was just like <laughs> the most shit sprouting I had ever heard wow. out of this woman's mouth. I was like, wow. Uh, she I love really. Racist stories, though. Those are the best. 
Not her racist stories. Her <laughs> stories of racism. That's true. Her <laughs> stories of racism. That's true. She's not actually a racist. But anyway, Dan, you were saying. Wait, was she in Rosa Parks' seat? <laughs> they actually split it. <laughs> <laughs> she told her to get the fuck well, you out. you get your own goddamn seat, honey. Yeah. <laughs> T.S. She always says. For tough shit. Wow. T.S., honey. T.S., honey. Uh, I'm a woman, too. (laughs) So you were saying, Dan. So, yeah, I just hit a point where I said, okay, well, I don't want to celebrate Christmas because I'm not a Christian. It's a Christian holiday. Sure. And I don't really see myself that way. Also, the people that do celebrate Christmas and consider themselves Christians are clearly missing a point. It's not about things. It's about people. It's not about trees either. That's a right. pagan ritual. So, but then, you know, you get a little older and it's just, you can't fight against the current of the river. You just got to go with the flow. And you like getting gifts. I like getting gifts. I mean, yeah, you like getting gifts, but at the same time, it's like, I don't deserve this. I don't need this. Dan, I don't deserve to live right now. So, I mean, right. you know what I mean? Right. Well, but uh, so you just gotta you just gotta go with it. And and honestly, when I have kids, if they ask me like, Dad, yeah, I don't even know religion. Like, yeah, so that's that's my question. I think that that's what it gets down to. Okay, so it's cool to talk about our beliefs and all, but what are we going to impart on our future generations? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna do what David Cross said. You know, make his kids Amish. Okay. So he's going to okay. be playing video games and having lights on, but his kids can't. <laughs> I'm sorry, honey, you're Amish. <laughs> okay. Oh my god, that's like well, Neil deGrasse Tyson said that like he he made his kids like do science experiments to prove like the existence of the Easter Bunny and Santa, and that if they wanted to believe that based on evidence then they're more than welcome to welcome but, to science yeah but they would need that evidence and the sure not sure shit his kids you know didn't prove it they but confabulated the material they, and no, they gave actually, biased findings to support what they wanted well, no, just they, like science they actually disproved it they, his own kids disproved the existence of these because a lot of peer reviewed journals are are bullshit but how old were well, they? Well, they were like, I don't know, 10, 9. Are you making that up? No. They he, went backwards in age. He was on, 10, 9. He was on uh, some <laughs> show with uh, someone, another person that does stuff. Oh, real yeah. interesting. I like oh, how we have stark farm. memories here. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. just like, man. Um, but with a kid, I will say this. Kids are fun on the holidays. My daughter. Yeah. Well, they probably Christmas. <laughs> they reinvigorate your love for it, oh, right? Because you can yeah. you can yeah. kind of live vicariously through their dream spirit, exactly. So she, to speak, she's got her freaking little jammies on. I don't know how the fuck she got on my bed. Does she she's believe in Santa Claus? Fucking Santa lifted it up and put she, her there. Right? Obviously, she, all of a sudden she's just on the bed and she's just got my shoulder and she's just like, "Dad, it's Christmas!" And I'm just like, "Do you know how to make coffee yet?" <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Give me a fucking Christmas it's present. Go make some coffee. That's literally what I That'd said. That'd be to a her. Christmas miracle. That was. I didn't even say Merry Christmas, my kid. I asked her if she knew how to make coffee yet. Well, like, hopefully soon we'll have robots yet. for that. So and then she's like, "Daddy," because I got the CPAP on to take your mask off. Let's go with presents. This guy loves Star Wars so much that he becomes Darth Vader at night. Exactly. Thank you. I, love, I am then, your father. Right? Go make me coffee. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and for those those of you that don't know my kid, um, she's not only the smartest child known to mankind. In the house. Smartest person in the house. She's incredible. She's she just the, house, the, the most adorable little girl you've ever seen in your life. And she mm, goes right. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. She's decent. Wow. Shots fired. Decently cute. She goes running into the living room. She sees all the guests. She goes, and all I hear is, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. She's four. She goes running down the hallway. Daddy, daddy, daddy. What? You're not going to believe this. Santa Claus got you a Star Wars stocking. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just like that. Dude, I laughed so hard. So hard. And I was like, did you make the coffee, though? Yeah. But, you know, so you let's mean, get back to the coffee let's story. Let's get back to the coffee. Yeah. You know? So, uh, but no, uh, coming back but to But Santa it, though, is a very kind gentleman. Exactly. But coming back to it, like, I think what's really fun is, like, you put out the, you put out Santa's cookies and milk. Yeah. He's going to do this right now. I don't know why and it's not working. Like you gotta, you gotta make it up. You know what I mean? So like, I dishevel some things to make it look like Santa walked in. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. And then I like, I'll take some bites of the cookies. Yo, oh, what if fly. you pooped on the floor? See, that's another thing. Is <laughs> I, told, I told her, baby, Shots baby, it's fire. Santa. That's what I was going for. There you go, baby. So that I, was Santa. That's Santa poop. Well, I told her if she's bad, Santa's gonna poop out of the tree. Oh, that's why. Oh my goodness, we figured it out. I told her if she was bad, Santa's gonna poop under the tree. If she's really bad, he's bringing a fucking reindeer in the house, and the reindeer's gonna shit under the tree. He's gonna shit all over. Exactly. He's gonna shit your bed. Exactly, he's gonna shit right on you. She's like, no. I'm like, yeah. I talked to his ass on the phone. He Better get the tarp. Take a shit bitch. under the tree. So I'm waiting for a year where she's bad, and I can just poop on the floor in the house. I've always yeah. wanted to do that. Or you like covering her tarp just to kind of feign the idea that hey. You were bad this year. <laughs> right? Don't go to sleep because you put shit on you. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That'd be great. But yeah, kids, they do reinvigorate it. I can't believe you have that setting. Now let's continue to tell our stories. With Dan, this... I hate you now more. I feel disillusioned. Yeah, I don't... I'm, what am I in a fucking Macy's right now? Am I in a fucking Macy's? Am I going to sit on fucking Santa's lap in a minute? Hey, Dan had a long day, right? Yeah, he had a long... He's fucking delirious. Who had a long day? He had a long day, you know? He had a long fucking day. Jesus Christ. Hey. Hey. It's your your kids. (laughs) Yeah. How do they enjoy it? My non-existent children or illegitimate children. Yes. Well, there's got to be a few out there. They float around in existence. Of course. Of course. Or in some young woman's tummy. Mm. Well, yours, so but hey, no, well, the tempo's a yeah. little too high. Um, should we take a break? Should we take a break? We're gonna let this play out. Play out. All right. Um, just listen to a word from these. You know, just shut up and listen. If you're looking for a refinishing, a ceiling and a protection for your cement services, especially your garage. Check out Eagle Epoxy at eagleepoxy.us. They can also be found on Facebook at Eagle Epoxy or their phone number for a free quote, 585-402-4971. Tell them the Rockness Monster sent you for a free quote. Check them out. Special. It's uh, definitely better than the Star Wars holiday special. 
which was just like watching an abortion. Yeah, the hypothetical oh, Star Wars special. No, you ever seen the Star Wars holiday special? The Family Guy one? No, the Star Wars holiday special back in 1978, 79. Really? Um, look it up. And so I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Are you? Um, I didn't know that. I um I refuse to watch that. I refuse. I watched it one time. Someone take the keyboard away from Dan. Back everyone, thanks a lot for listening to our pseudo sponsors. It's all about the holidays. If you don't want to kill yourself yet, then right. you're exactly. not really enjoying the show. That's true. Well, we're you recording this on January 2nd of the new year. Of the new year, 2018. Well, I mean, they didn't know that until you. That's right. They this really could have been anywhere. To know this. Well, I guess they need to know this. I don't know. We're coming up on one year of Donald Trump. Oh God, well, we have to go there tonight. I thought it was almost four. Right? It feels no? like it. Feels well, like it. The endless battle. So well, there's a lot of it, uh, like uh, impeachment. Well, maybe there's just one, the petition for impeachment. I yeah, saw. he's a wealthy guy, and so he has money to spend on that. Um, there's a lot of reasons to impeach him, but I don't know if it'll happen. Well, it, I mean, shit has gotten crazy. I mean, you, you've got to change over the House and the Senate before that happens. Well, but what I'm saying, I thought if you could get enough signatures by the American people. I don't think so. I wish. I don't think so. No. That would be awesome. I just wow. didn't. That, wasn't that the beginning of like influencer or influential kind of property for the whole Bill Clinton thing before it became, you know, before it was voted through the House of Senate or no? There's um, no way the American people would have voted to impeach Bill Clinton. They did. They well, didn't no. vote. You sign a petition. They don't do like a revote. Yeah. This then... the petition. I I assume this the the petition must be only to get it to be written into some sort of yeah vote yeah 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 exactly amongst the Congress. yeah I mean yeah that makes sense. It has to go through the house. It, I just I don't. It, it's like a circus. It really is. Every day it's something new and. You it's know. gotten kind of quiet though, which which bugs me out because I think there's like smoke and mirrors, and he's got something going on, like something's cooking. Well, I mean, the tax thing is a big one because he just is making himself and his friends very rich, and like he's using the presidency in order to like make himself rich. Kind of accommodate this ultimate. Hey, you know, yeah. I am the ultimate. Well, I think it was. I think he was helping his his brand to begin with before the tax bill. Helping himself How could he not? He's done it all his life. I mean, yeah. I, I don't, I don't see him like. I think this is expected, and like, I, I don't think we should really be just surprised because, yeah, you know, throughout. Well, I don't his... think we're surprised by his actions. I think we're surprised by people defending his actions. That's what's surprising. You know, when you hold uh, business meetings uh, in foreign countries at your Trump hotels. But think about it this that way: does nothing but make you more money. Yeah. I mean, okay, so. Think about the phases of denial, and think yeah. about it personally. Like, yeah. okay, so okay. please, people, please flesh this out. <laughs> well, well, I'm just saying, like, people go through the phases of denial. You know, as it first starts out as like, this can't be true, or no, he's doing it for this reason. Like, so rationalizing. Yeah, the rationalizing, the then the resentment, the bitterness, the you know, it, it takes a while, I think, for people to. You know that are kind of on the side or want to be there, like as as Americans. Yeah. You know we want to stand tall, and yeah. I think, you know, there's there's a high percentage that are in an active denial, like they're they're starting those phases of uh, 
And I see even, like, you know, my friends that were, you know, supporters of Trump, you know, coming out of the gate and voted for him and this and that, whatever, you know, means, you know, they they justify that. But, um, you know, you can, you can kind of see them, like, turning the gate and turning turning some of their ideals and, like, but there is, at first, this, like, strong juxtaposition of, like, hey, you know, there are, like, you know, some of our friends out there, there are good things about this tax reform, there are good things about this and that, and he's really, he really is helping us, and, you know, okay, like, great, I, I hope that's the case, you know, I really want to believe these people, Yeah. but I just, I, you know, given his background, like, all of a sudden, yeah. you know, he's going to kind of, like, turn into this just... <laughs> great you know kind of monotonous creature that is for collectivism and trying to help us out and is is with us and i don't know yeah i mean i i, I think you're right and i think south park at the nail on the head with the where they made paul ryan and um uh, mitch mcconnell look like battered girlfriends yeah like to trump yeah and i think that that's a great analogy for all of his supporters is that they're just like they're just like these battered wives. Well, do you think he's he, got he's, he's like a bully? I mean, basically that that's what I see him as like, you know, we've kind of person, personified that throughout, you know, the education system and, you know, nationwide like the the big like kind of bullying sponsorship and support and oh, you yeah. know, and I, I think he's in some ways personified that throughout you know the so governmental then, reins so then how okay so i think that's a great point so my question then would be the irony so every first lady chooses a cause you know like uh, tipper gore was um well she was the, she wasn't a first, the lady. first vice lady <laughs> right her thing was that she did the parental advisory on all albums on all cds like she Thank did God that, for that. Uh, <clears throat> right um, and that went a long way. You had, uh, <laughs> th- well, yeah, but it was still a cause. Then you had you had um, Michelle Obama, healthy eating, healthy choices. You know that was one we could all get behind. Yep. You know she she, she started the first White House garden. Yeah, that was about to say that. Yeah, the first White House garden. It's beautiful. Um, okay, and then you got Melania, mail order whore, um, as our quote unquote first lady. I use that term very loosely, because she's pretty loose. And you're right. But this is her cause. I'm not even kidding. Online bullying. Like, okay, but like, just stop for a second. Look at her husband. Look at his Twitter feed. Yeah, like, I think it's a real? great cause to get behind. It's just I do. I agree. Yeah, it just sort of seems hypocritical given who like, her husband really? is. Really? Yeah, like, all. start at home, bitch. He literally is an online bully. The shit he says on Twitter is unbelievable. Unreal. I I didn't even know like when it first his first couple tweets. I yeah. thought it was like a satirical, like a yeah. uh, Twitter <laughs> handle. Yeah. Like so I was I, like, this yeah, is yeah. not really yeah. him, right? Yeah. This is not a president. Because then it says, at like, this real is just Donald some Trump asshole, like, okay, fucking, no. you know, yeah. trolling yeah, him. You're exactly right. And then, like, come to find out, you know, over the over the the months, like it, it continued to perpetuate. And I'm like, wait, this this is really his Twitter handle. Like this is really him. Oh, did you see the latest one? No, so dude, I don't fucking pay attention. Okay, so get this: 2017 is the first year in forever. That we've had an entire year without a single plane crash. 2017. Donald Trump tweeted out about why that he made that happen. But it just happened. I understand. Yesterday. What was that? Was the first? But no, was that he, the first that he, that family died? There, oh, was, there was just a plane crash. When? 
I think it was yesterday. A commercial jet, no commercial jetliner oh, okay, crashes. Okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. But Trump literally sent out a tweet congratulating himself. Dude, I. He can, controls the planes. He's uh, like Zeus, the Almighty Zeus. He controls the skies. He's like, oh, congratulations to me for making sure. Like, what? Like, that's delusion. Okay, I can't even find the one I'm looking for because everyone that comes up is about how recently Kim Jong-un says that there is literally a button on his desk for nuclear war. Yeah. And so I guess Trump tweeted again that, like, oh, my button is bigger. Like, that's a president. He has, he has to have a pissing contest with him about so, how big the button the, is. They should the just thing. post pictures of their dicks. Exactly. And let's settle this, this fair and square. Let's just get it done. Like, well, did you see that? Did you see that the ad? The Dick Wars. On, uh, that 2018. Ad, that fake ad on Facebook where they're like, it's uh, they're, there's all these clips of Donald Trump talking about how big his hands are and this and that. Oh, my God. And what? these people... Well, it's a true thing. Donald Trump saying how big his hands are. Does he have huge hands? I, I, have we... Apparently, he thinks he does, and, okay. and, and he alluded to the fact that that means he has a big penis. So all these people are like, you know how they're like, save, like, those, they have those ads where there'd be all these different, like, celebrities would be like, save the animals, save the animals, save the, this one is, Donald, President Trump, well, show Sarah us. Sarah McLaughlin. Show us your penis. <laughs> that is another celebrity, show us your penis. <laughs> Donald, show us it's like that, the moist penis. one. Moist. Yeah, it's exactly moist. that. It's, moist. Dude, I was laughing so hard I couldn't even breathe. All these people just, Donald, show us your penis. <laughs> and it's just like more Let's and more Let's do it. Let's see it. But, um... It, I think it, uh, Kim Jong-un would definitely be the first one. I think he would... I don't know. I think he'd be all about it. Yeah, pen- here's my dick. Like a dick war? Fuck nuclear war. Let's do dick wars. Like, yeah. every, everyone in their country, every fucking president or... I don't know all the, the technical names for our leaders, but... Whatever. They all fucking post pictures of their penises. Yeah. Based on the biggest penis. There's alliances. There we, we sort it out that way. Exactly, exactly. What I can't stand, though, is these people that are like, Well, I love him because he speaks his mind. And my head goes to... Well, yeah, so does Tom at the local pub... Pissed drunk on a soapbox speaking his fucking mind. Yeah, I, I think it depends on what the mind is saying. Like, he doesn't have a pure... I, I don't know. He just doesn't... His mind is diluted. Yeah. He's, you know, over the years showed us that, you know, he is narcissistic. There's some pure isolationism as far as he's concerned as a person. Mm-hmm. And it's like... You're supposed to rally a country, and for you to speak your mind is just divisiveness. Yeah, I yes. guess there's a, about yes, you're you can right. help me with this, LJ. There's about eleven major components to being diagnosed as a narcissist. And, oh, he has them all. And, yeah, major psychologists have come on. So. Yeah, and one of the big ones is not re- re- uh, receiving criticism either well or at all. This guy. Well, look at the egocentrism. I mean, yeah. even even. I mean, there's just so many things, man, that you don't want your leader having. Like, you know, leaders out there have a lot of capabilities. Yeah. You know that you even like, you know, really bad dictators who slay people, and you know, I mean, you can even go back to Hitler, and there's been proponents out there um, that are kind of emulating or even like aspiring parts of Hitler's domain, like what he was able to do and 
how he's able to speak to people and even his writings were very inspiring you know outside of the mass killings like he was in you know it sucks because there's a conflict then because you know Trump has been in a way a, a good dictator because that's basically what he is in getting followers and getting people to believe in him and because of their their certain rhetorical speech and ways of um, manipulating or even deceiving, you know, a body of people have been so encapsulating to a lot of Americans and a lot of, you know, I don't want to say non-studious Americans, but people that really need, they need something. They need a purpose. They need to be driven. And when someone, you know, is uh, very assertive in doing so, I think people are attracted to that. They're attracted to the assertiveness, the confidence, the I don't give a fuck. Like, look at us and, like, I don't know if you guys watch wrestling growing up. No. But, like, well, fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like, who would want to get behind that? But we all did. We all liked his divisiveness. We Again, all liked his... I'm a his... little bit older, so... Yeah. I was more of a Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior But either way, they, they, they had a huge ego. Sure. They were confident. Yeah. Right? They had these certain characteristics that I think that we kind of fall in love with. Yeah. And I think, you know, unfortunately, Trump has some of those characteristics for the blind. You know, those people that sure. really really need some kind of semblance of... The strongman theory. Yeah. Well, the, it's just like, dude... So or are you saying everything that all the... I don't, I don't know what word I want to choose here, but people that feel like they didn't have a voice in America were thinking... You know, he was that voice. Yeah. Dude, uh, like, literally, as Dan was just talking about that tweet about how his button is so much bigger than Kim Jong-un's, Yeah. someone specific just posted it Online. and and was is, like, defending it. Defend. This is how we need to talk to other countries. What? You know exactly. Yeah. So yeah, like I, that's why I was just looking at my phone, just being like, and I'm thinking to myself, this is a person I like respect. Like, wow, man, wow, you have really drank the Kool Aid. Like, just like wow. So the just, the tweet I was talking about that I was actually really looking for, I just found it. But just hang on, just can we just breathe? Just a collective wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, on. November 11th, which, as you know, is Veterans Day. Correct. He's He, he was talking about Kim Jong-un and the broken relationship that he has with him. And he wrote, <laughs> I quote, Why would Kim Jong-un insult me by calling me old when I would never call him short and fat? I remember that. Oh, well, I try so hard to be his friend. Maybe someday that will happen. How delusional are you? I that sounds like something a six-year-old. Okay, so he my problem is, is where's the rest of our fucking government to be like? All right, well, uh, Trump, you fucked up as far as what you tweet. (laughs) You're really fucking, you know, obscuring, you know, what we want to represent in America. Like, let's turn it back. Let's have we'll have a couple parties that overlook what you want to post. We'll go through them. Like, I don't get it. Like. Where's the state of restriction? Why is everything so explicit and attainable? Yeah. Like, yeah. we need to, you know, have some kind of... Because 
the way we 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 you know push laws, mm -hmm. you know, the way we are as a democratic society. Mm -hmm. You know, before things are spread nationally and, you know, most things that he posts are going to be spread nationally. Of course. We deliberate. Yeah. We talk about we then vote on like where is the the party within itself to be like, "Hey, Donald, before you post something, Let's fucking talk about it. Let's deliberate. Yeah. Let's see, it, you know, what kind of message this sends out. Because I feel like there's he no fires censorship. People, they're afraid of being fired for and, criticizing and he, him. He has. He if you criticize, fired. Do this. Look at Comey. Comey. He pulled Comey into an office. Well, I mean, he had a lot of practice with, what, the apprenticeship? Yeah. For the apprenticeur. Exactly. Well, just running a business so, as he has. So you're fired. The head of the FBI, Comey, right? He yeah. gets called into Trump's office, and Trump, and I'm paraphrasing, and I'm, I'm definitely sim simplifying this. I'm not, I'm, there, there are more details. However, I'm, I'm simplifying this to the best of my ability. Which isn't very good. Trump called him into his office and said, I need your loyalty. Asked everybody else to leave. Asked everybody to leave. Yeah. And told him, I need your loyalty. No, he said, do I have your loyalty? Do I have your loyalty? And Comey said, my loyalty is to... The, the country. The country. No, and the truth. the truth. Well, the truth, the country. That's yeah, like, he well, never said country. Yeah. Regardless. But that's what he said, and Trump said, oh, okay, and then he fired him. And then Comey said, this is what happened, dude. Like, my boss, in essence, my boss called me in, in the office and asked for, instead of loyalty, Asked me to not be impartial. <laughs> yeah, asked me to just be blindly loyal to him. And then Trump goes off saying how he was a fucking crazy person. Oh, he's crazy. He's just a crazy person. He's yeah, his initial nuts. reason was because of how he handled Hillary and the whole Hillary thing. It's like, I mean, how do we not, as a country, see this? How, how do, like, we can't, what are we, powerless? Idiots. We're fucking, we're tied behind our backs with this president, but yeah. yet we've had good presidents who want to get their dick sucked, yeah. and... In, yeah. in yeah. to be fair, though, Comey, you know, the FBI does not usually come out and say what they're investigating. Historically, they're supposed to keep that a secret. And he, they certainly made a mistake there, and sure. maybe Comey was really to blame for it. Sure, it depends on who you are. Uh, most experts say that, realistically, FBI felt like they had to say something. Because experts, had they didn't, then they would have been even in more trouble. I think they were just in a really <laughs> shitty spot at a shitty time. Yeah. Uh, and furthermore, this whole uh, Trump dossier, where there, there's all this fucking paperwork about him and Russia, uh, that still stems back to Hillary because she got a British spy to find out some dirt yeah. about him and, and the Republican Party and what was going on. I mean, the shit that happened in it the just 70s so with deep, Watergate man. And then you're not even pressing on the, on the whole thing with Putin and Russia. Right. You know what I mean? Like, there is just, like, the waters run so deep here. And yeah. I feel like at some point, someone that is hopefully supported or... I don't know. I feel like these guys coming forward have credibility, and for whatever reason, it's lost. Yeah. And it's kind of brushed under the under the fucking rug, well, because a lot of these things they come out and say this, and you're like, whoa, this this seems odd. And then all of a sudden, yeah. it disappears for a while. Oh, so you yeah. got you got Clinton, who has a what oh, yeah. we can all clearly tell was a mutual relationship with an intern, jizzes on her dress, gets blowjobs underneath the desk at the Oval Office, put a cigar in her vagina. Put, is that what is yeah. that okay? And um, he does it right. 
you I know. Love but I love it, though. I'm gonna for the most part, that was kind of sweet of him because he didn't put his actual dick in her vagina. He's like, right. you know what? I don't want to cheat on my wife. I have a wife. I'm for a the most part, it, it seemed <laughs> consensual. Let me that, put a cigar you know, in it. it. You know, he was a Louis man of power, Slumbers so we don't really know was she really acting out of her own volition or out of fear. <laughs> Who knows? But still. You know, we know that that most likely happened, and, just, and yet we have a president here with multiple women for coming me, forward saying that he inappropriately touched them. Well, the transcript of the 13-year-old girl he raped, dumb Trump, Yeah, that he threw a bunch of money at and disappeared right before the election. Okay, either way, what's going on? Because... <laughs> Like, we have, like, insurmountable evidence yeah, dude. running here. Well, just between us, who aren't fucking experts. Bro, do you want to... I'm me a just, paid expert, let by me just, Let me just throw this. <laughs> and people get mad at me when I say you this. open this on the mic. There you go. People get mad at me when I say this, okay? But I, I have grandparents that survived a camp, okay, during World War II, okay? Uh, one who, who It you, was a sleepaway camp, and there was not, a hurricane that year. Yeah. But they survived. One who you know... That we you saw on Christmas Eve that survived a, a camp, okay. What did so Adolf Hitler, okay, was a radio personality. Donald Trump was a reality show personality. Well, he was a Hang he on. was a real estate mogul uh, that they, Hang on. that this country Let turned into a reality get star. I thought out. Thank you. <laughs> then Adolf Hitler starts to rise through power. How does he start to rise through power? The first thing he does is starts discrediting the media. Are you creating a parallel? These are yeah, but yes. these are these are facts. Let's just let's just stick to. You the need f- to watch the documentary Hypernormalization. Okay, well, what, to, let's it, stop and watch it now. It it really we'll right it <laughs> it talks about the beginning of Trump's reign. Yeah. And like how he went bankrupt, and then he, um, and I bring it up, but I don't know all the specifics because I watched it a, a little while ago, and I was. How he got a ten million dollar inheritance <laughs> from okay. his father? Well, well, okay, but well, no, how he had allegiances with you know outside, um, you know other countries. Yeah. Um, and I want to say Syria. Yeah. Who was the leader of Syria for a while? That bl- basically the U.S. blamed for a lot of issues. Abdul um, Salar. No, I forget his name. I don't know. It was a racist thing. Uh, he just uh, did. Uh, that was close though. Adolphe, um, it started with an A. Yeah, I know. I can picture it. But either way, they had an alliance, and then they pinned it on the leader of Syria. Okay. Um, And then we went to war. Yeah. Right. But. um, Well, we didn't send ground troops. Trump had an allegiance with them as the U.S., and he was the scapegoat for the U.S. Of course. And they have these, these, like. Very specific evidence and documented um, transactions between us and Syria, and like basically the documentary builds it up and kind of shows you where Trump got his start. And it was through, I mean, international means, you know, having these oh, international wow. adversaries. Yeah. And then how he used that to kind of pilot himself and, you know, become who he is today. It was just, it was very intriguing, but also spoke to. Donald Trump is a man, and like he's a vile piece of shit. Yeah, but not only that, but that we can't expect that he's going to be any different now. Well, I no. think I think it's if people had educated themselves, which I think a lot of people did on his past and his you know decision making and how he rose to power, then you'd be like, whoa, this is a dude that you know we really can't trust. 
there's no way to trust him. And so to to complete like my my parallel here is that so the first thing Hitler does when he's rising to power is he discredits the media and says that the media is lying to the people that any bad shit said about Adolf Hitler wasn't real, right? Fake news. And now look, well, let's, news, let's look at let's look at Donald Trump who coined the phrase fake news, which wasn't a thing before Donald Trump. Okay? Get scarier. Hitler. Although, play devil's advocate, CNN did overstep their bounds. One fucking thought. No, CNN overstepped their bounds. They reported on a story that wasn't necessarily true. Okay, well, it happens. CNN never does so, that. So, so, <laughs> so then, then you've got the scapegoating. They, he chooses a specific group of people and begins to scapegoat them and telling them to leave the country. Adolf Hitler chose the Jews. Yeah. All of a sudden, the Mexicans are rapists, and we need to build a wall. And we right. need to start deportations immediately. And Muslims are bringing terrorism. And mu- Muslims are bringing... So... Trump is kind of brilliant. <laughs> yeah, is. we study history so that we don't repeat he it. Fucking and is. here we are. And that's the scary thing. Yeah. Well, it's... He's it's, never shaken it up this much. You know and I mean? the, I'm sure that the critics of Hitler at the time were going, guys, this is bad. He's and this, then other people were going, stop, baboon. you're being dramatic. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying is, so Everything far, is pointed. Like, right. he has... Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, he... Wait, wait, wait. My phone just said that we invaded Austria. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he's read Mein Kampf. Trump. He's actually... He can read? Yeah. But I'm saying no. Like, he 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 listened to an audiobook. Yeah, uh, exactly. He got it. On, he got it on Audible. But um, but it was with his own voice. But, yeah. Right. It's if like, anyone's gonna do it, I am. But um, what I'm saying is is America. <laughs> it's, I'm gonna kind of like burp, America. but not, and then America. say America. America. I, I know we've got like I believe it was 50 million listeners last I checked to our show. Well, yeah, an average per week is about 50 million downloads. Yeah, exactly. It's just going up. We us. rival, so, we rival so Joe Rogan. Yeah. What you're doing? Coming for you, Joe. What you're, <laughs> what you're doing, in essence, if you are a Trump supporter, and I'm sorry, I really no, I'm not sorry. You are un-American. Sorry, not sorry. You are not. You're not an American. But dude, you're not American. You can't say that. Hitler's rise because to power. Because Hitler German? Okay, look at the conditioning of following yeah, our leader. True. All right. So much of patriotism is based on following your leader, whether um, it's blind or not. Not me. Look at past leaders. Look at throughout history. Like how many fucking crazy leaders were out there? A lot. Yeah, and this is the first time America has a dictator. A dictator. This is the first time the United States has a dictator. But don't people don't see that necessarily. I mean, we point that out because we see parallels. But, dude, we've... There's been... Not we. The the world have followed blindly a lot of fucking horrible leaders. Stalin. Yeah. Into Hitler, their death. Reagan. Reagan. This should not be a surprise. That's what I'm trying to get at. This We should no longer leader. be surprised. I think. I think the biggest thing about this is that... We can call it out, and we can see the issues very clearly. They seem very clear to us. Yeah. Okay? But we're not everyone. And you're not going to fucking bring up a bunch of points that somebody's going to be like, oh, okay. You know, somebody that adamantly has been following Trump, 
has been, you know, They're okay, I'm, I'm a little unsure. It doesn't matter, though. They're we, an idiot. There's a ton of idiots in our country. Yeah. They're all Trump There's supporters. a lot of idiots that don't like Trump. I'll Are they smart? Too. I'll give you that, too. Like, yeah. dude, you, you got to see, like, that in actuality, in looking at the evolution of man, we've done this before. This shouldn't be a surprise. And that's, that's the point I get over. That's the, okay, I tried to trounce Trump and be like, you know what, fuck this guy. You know, and like spread the word as far as, you know, fabrications that he's developed, his divisiveness in speaking, his narcissism, you know, but you can only go so far with that. Everyone's going to have their own right, beliefs no matter what. Aren't you afraid of being complacent too? And that's bit. the thing. Is but I'm not. I know it, in myself, I am not. Jews, right, my right. grandparents were put in a camp. For pe- people that kept their mouths shut, people like are like some of the idiots we see on. But Facebook. people are keeping their mouths shut. There's people talking all around the country about the exact same things we are. Yeah. That's not. It, that is not the issue anymore. The issue is that people will believe what they believe. Yeah, You're and not the stubbornness in America because we've given everyone a voice. So therefore, they think, hey, I have an opinion. Nobody else fucking matters. Our voice is earned. Right? Our There's no collectivism earned. anymore no, right. as far as, okay. You're right. You're right. People like the divisiveness. They like the the unsettling of, okay, let's shake things up. And I think no matter what, I think that was the whole thing behind Trump, is that people just wanted to see shit get shaken yeah, up. Yeah, I want to see things get shaken up. I want to see the CEO of ExxonMobil become our <laughs> Secretary of State. Oh, my God, when he did that. <laughs> That's what shaking it up means. I, I want to take... I want No, it's gone horribly wrong. I'm not saying it's, it's a good... <laughs> but that's, what, that's where it started, yeah. realistically. You want to laugh? Yeah. Look at look up on YouTube. That's I think I think Obama was the precursor because he started to talk about change and when and it didn't when happen, we didn't see it to there a was serial like, amount. Right, that's a good point. That that's why yeah. Trump was like, all right, I'm going to take advantage of this. I'm really going to give you change. He yeah. lied. I'm yeah. going to be a fucking insane. Yeah, but at, at the same point, absolutely brilliant. As far as controlling evil genius, the mass. Brilliant. Evil yeah. genius oh, yeah. brilliant. Pinky in the brain, like, brilliant. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're exactly right. You're exactly right. Pinky in the brain. I, I just, well, it's you know, I, I don't, I'm just saying I had a lot of guns until Obama and Cuomo came to my door and took them away. <laughs> Personally. <laughs> Obama. You know what I love, though? Obama trolling when he trolls Trump. Um, yeah, that's cute. And like when Trump uh, did this long tweet about how he ended the war on Christmas, and that Obama like perpetuated the war on Christmas, and how Obama said that you're not allowed to say Merry Christmas anymore. So Obama just had one response via tweet by via Twitter. And what a worthless thing to was, put out. Like people became obsessed with that idea. Yeah. Like oh, I can the memes with I can celebrate Christmas now. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like well, what the fuck? Do you know what Obama like, said? Like why give these people power? Yeah, the I problem know. is, is that we're giving them the power exactly. by fucking spreading these dumbass messages. And that, and what was great was Obama's yeah. response in the tw- in the troll the, when he trolled them in a tweet. It just said Barack Obama, and all it said was Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I saw that. And that's but... all he did. You know what I mean? And uh, like, no. I'm just like, that's my president. That's fucking my president. If we could amend the Constitution and have him for another four years, I would I would support that. Yeah. To have Obama back, a man with integrity. Sure, he fucked some things up. Well, he fucked a he couple things well. up. I mean, yeah, you know, he I had mean, integrity you know. though. He was a real man, a family man, a man that that you could aspire to be. You know him personally. He was a Negro, and you know it. <laughs> Anyone that didn't like Obama is a racist. But you don't. I mean, ooh. 
fuck, um, fuck no, you. I disagree. No, 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 fuck you. To anyone listening right now, if you didn't like Obama, I would say ninety-nine percent of those people racist. are racist. If you didn't like Obama, you are a racist. Do you think that Boom. you, you I think have you can disagree with his policies? Wait, can't you can't you disagree with his policies without sure. being a racist? I disagreed with what he did, and um, I disagreed with how long it took for him to get involved in the pipeline. Okay. I disagree with that. I disagree with um he did with his with his NCAA brackets terrible terrible, terrible. brackets um no he did I pick d- North Carolina, I though. disagree with the fact that he's a Bears <laughs> he's a huge Bears fan I don't like that he's from Chicago I know it's just awful thing to be a Bears fan I, I'm sure I disagree with his, his he basically. His drone warfare. His drone warfare. That was, I but that was a that. new technology. I don't think he really knew. No, it was used the, during the Bush administration, and it was known to be highly inaccurate. Right. And it was. And, and a lot but of kids, they increased the technology. And they, they, they still the fucked it up. They still and increased the usage. So and many still civilians. killed a lot of civilians. But I mean, like, if you. And the military lies up, about those stats. If you match up as a man. Donald Trump versus President Barack Obama. Oh, there's no, there's no comparison. Can I go piss? Yeah, I was going to yeah, actually do the same ahead. thing. I want to take a break. Um, so we're going to be right back. Um, hold on to your lug nuts. I don't know what that even means. Just fucking wait. We'll oh, be back. fudge. Yeah. Critical Mass can now be found at the 8oClockStop.com. That's the 8oClockStop.com. We're there with the Hypothetically Speaking podcast as well as Three Dicks Picks podcast. Check us out there. That's the 8oClockStop.com because everything starts at 8 o'clock. All right, folks, we're back here on the Critical Mass Podcast, and we're all gay. Everyone well, in this room is gay. I, I left it open on for you guys, but Thank it kind you. of disappointed me. Yeah, I know. We're disappointing. Oh, shit. A little lounge music up in this bitch. So, so we bring, we bring on our friend, we bring on our friend LJ, and he is a psychologist, yeah. correct? You are a psychologist. He is a uh, real psychologist, uh, not, uh, you know, one that's That's someone who stands on a corner with or a sandwich board telling a us that the end is coming. A psychologist. Yeah. Ooh, that's, I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. So you uh, you specialize in working with those that have special needs. Is yep. that correct? Yes. <clears throat> okay. So I would assume your biggest concentration, and this is an assumption, and please correct me if I'm wrong, um, probably the biggest uh, concentration you'd have is kids with autism, correct? Currently, yes. I used to work with a gamut of developmental disabilities, but um, in my current position, yes, I am specializing with kids with you know, on the spectrum, so. Okay, and I can Im- I can imagine how uh, frustrating... Uh, Rock, you're on the spectrum, aren't you? <laughs> Funny. I think um, we all are a little uh, bit. Uh, the more I work with them, the more I'm like, mm, you no, know, I'm, I'm like this kid. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, I can imagine, though, that it's uh, equally frustrating as it is rewarding. Yeah, I mean, it can be. I think... Um, it, the thing is, is that it's a long progression, and mm-hmm. because they benefit really from structure and repetition, mm-hmm. that you know, rehabituating or reconditioning certain aspects of the disease, mm-hmm. um, you know, it takes a while. I can imagine. I can imagine. So, it, go ahead, no, go ahead, please. Well, I was just gonna say, it takes a while for them to, you know, uh, obtain certain skills or to reverse certain deficits. Fair enough. That I mean, definitely. So, 
unfortunately, like if we look at history, if we look at time, if we look at people that are, you know, close-minded, we get to a point where folks are like, well, they don't really contribute anything to society. So, like, we're spending tax dollars and time and money on getting these kids uh, moved into life, if you will. Normalizing them, yeah. Normalizing them. Yet, what is it that they contribute to our society? And I guess my question would be, do you feel like in your profession you're fighting a losing battle or do you feel that you're actually making some headway, you're... you're Tread you're you're getting through. I guess what I'm saying is a lot of people believe that kids with developmental disabilities that become adults with developmental disabilities are a drain on the economy. Are just like we're spending all this money on these fucking whatevers, and they're they're useless. But uh, obviously, you're in the profession. You don't feel that they're useless. That's not why you get up every morning to do your job. So well, look at you. I mean, you host a podcast and you're doing okay. Yeah, I know. I mean, I'm a little touched in the head. I, but, um, I, I think it's twofold. I think there's okay, duality please. that exists. I think, one, we have to consider the families. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, like, in societal norms, you know, they may not ever perform to what the expectation is and they may not give back to society, but as far as what these parents delve into, you know, helping their kids and how much time and effort is spent in kind of changing their capability or their awareness of such mm-hmm. is rewarding in itself to see, you know, that there is some progression, yep. to see that they, you know, can produce maybe a functionality, creativity. They they do have a certain output. Okay. You know, and there there are battles that families fight continuously and then finally you know, whatever those specific battles may be, as as minute as they may seem, um, the fact that they are able to see them grow and progress is is enough for the family. I think it's always taboo, mm-hmm. I think, you know, especially around the holidays. Um, you know, they bring their child around, and for most, I think, that, that see them occasionally. Mm-hmm. Um they don't see the progress. They don't see the aptitude. They don't see the benefit. Whereas these family that see them day in and day out, you know, and these people that are working with them diligently mm-hmm. are seeing some kind of progress. And that's not necessarily always the case. But, yeah. you know, we try our best. And I think with a lot of new, um, you know, supplemental interventions, whether it be applied business or uh, applied behavioral analysis, mm-hmm. which is ABA, um, whether it be certain medications that I think are beneficial at times. Um, I think, you know, that's a lot of us the opportunity to really develop a relationship with our child that maybe they didn't have in the past. And that took a while. On second hand, um, societally, and through education, I think, you know, in, in my professional opinion and my, um, you know, working with these children within the professional atmosphere, at, you know, through education, I've had the opportunity to work with very, um, you know, gifted in their own right children and, you know, gifted among the average. I think the issue is, is that because of the 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 social disposition that we so highly fucking for whatever reason 
um, kind of judge people upon. Like, yeah. if you go out and you're socially awkward, like, you're automatically judged. Or, yeah. you know, especially in high school, if you're socially awkward, and we all know how that goes. Yeah, we do. You know, you're judged and you're put down. And I think these... I have no idea what that's <laughs> like, for the record. <laughs> and these okay. kids receive that tenfold. Like, they, yeah. they have the social awkwardness <laughs> along with trying to be... Not societally complacent, but to be a normal kid, and they—I think it's—it's it's their progression of realizing that they're not, along with trying to fit in, that really is jarring. Because as they, you know, as their awareness builds, and as we increase their awareness of, you know, their their societal ineptitude, mm-hmm. um, they. You know, see themselves as kind of that that outcast that I don't fit in. That something is different. And while they're trying to deal with those conflicting feelings, um, you're trying to train them on, or recondition, or whatever you want to call it, on, you know, being uh, in quote normal human. Like, what does that look like? And you know, we can all speak to that. We didn't feel normal. No, and you know, and that's what I try true. to echo is, hey. Dude, I had a rough time too. Yeah. And you're you're fighting an uphill battle. Yeah. You know, I'm always very straightforward. Um, I think it's important to develop that understanding of, you know, we don't all do it perfect. And a lot of kids on the spectrum, especially high functioning, they're perfectionists. Yeah. They want to be perfect. Of course. And their idealism of perfect, you know, stretches so far as to that I'm I'm inadequate. And Again, it's dealing with not only their their self envisionment of inadequacy, but the fact that they are seeing that they are different. Mm-hmm. So they're fighting against themselves. They're fighting against their observations, you know, and then they're fighting against their brain chemistry, which is completely indifferent to everything we know, feel, and hear. No, definitely. That, I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, uh, go ahead, Dan. Uh, no, so I had a question. So, LJ, when I deliver a certain amount of packages, I see results. I deliver a certain amount of mail, I see results. A certain amount of time. Okay. When Rockface here answers enough phone calls and helps people with their phone issues, he sees results immediately. Um, when some of our friends plow in the morning... They see results when they fix a leaky toilet. Fits they in with the immediate gratification immediate piece. Gravi- or yeah. things that you can control. But for you personally, do you see results? Do you feel results? Do you feel like your work your work is is being transferred on a daily basis? Yeah. Or, or at least in general. I mean, do you go home saying, Today I did it? Well, you know, I think the funniest thing about that, and I think this is funny, you guys may not find it funny, but mm-hmm. nor I the, already find it funny. the families of, of some of the kids I work with, but they go home and they have, you know, contradiction with their parents or a conflict, and they're like, well, you know, LJ like allows me to talk about my feelings, mm-hmm. or LJ lets me you know, speak my emotions, you know, and like that, that means that I'm transferring some kind of, they're demanding respect. Yeah. 
They're saying, hey, I would assume. Like, I need to be heard right now. Mm -hmm. And I always talk to parents. You don't need to fucking, you know, believe in what they say. You don't need to be like, this is the the truth. Mm -hmm. But you still need to validate how they feel. Because just like us, we have obscure or ridiculous perceptions of our reality. And we flip out sometimes and don't see things in the correct manner. They just do it more often. Right? Even if you are, you know, excuse me, putting out something that is, you know, kind of lost my train of thought there, but if you're putting out something, you know, you have an argument with your significant other, Mm -hmm. and you believe so much so that it's true, even though it may not be. Yeah. Are you going to react better to her saying, you're a fucking idiot, and you don't know what you're talking about? Or are you going to react better if she's like, I hear that you're upset about, you know, what had happened. I see that's your point of view. You know, let's talk about it. Or this is, that is a my... main Is that a main point that you're trying to get across to the families? I think it's important that no matter how obscure or off the wall people's feelings are like you have to first off validate them because so i went to a a self-regulation training and you know the main thing he talked about is that most of the time that we are in fight or flight and we get stuck in our our limbic brains yeah and i think a lot of these kids that are on the spectrum are often in their limbic brains and the only way to bring them i mean if you do continue to argue and feed into the behavior they're going to stay in that fight or flight mode mm. which is not rational no, it's, it's not reasonable and you're not going to get them anywhere you need to bring them to their prefrontal cortex which is their executive functioning their ability to initiate a task to make decisions mm-hmm. to transition from mm-hmm. i hate you to you know, this is what needs to happen. Yeah. So you need to get them there. And if if it's by a vessel of validation to get them there, then I, I think you can swallow your pride and and validate their feelings no matter how obscure they are and then go from there. Because, you know, even if the behavior continues, if you continue to validate at some point, they're gonna be like, Oh, they hear me, they understand, they get it. I'm not alone, I'm not a freak. I don't have issues. Yeah. You know, all these things that they've heard growing up. That they can then put those things aside to focus on what it is that they need to actually, quote-unquote, survive. Yeah, and then you you can, at, at that point, give them choices. Okay. I hear what you're saying. We can either do this or that. Or once you do this, then you can, you know, yeah. whatever they want to receive, whatever they want to do. Yeah. But obviously... The argument is over, hey, I'm trying to get to this point, and you're trying to get to a different point. Yeah. So how do we both get there? And I think we all think that, you know, our kids are rational, and we normalize it ourselves because I think so bad we want our kid to be normal. We want to have a normal conversation. Of course. This is how we've worked with people all our lives. And we, we, I think it's just hard to change, especially when you're in your your limbic brain, too. Adults get there as well. We're in fight and flight. They're in fight or flight, and but we need to be the ones that, you know, can be rational. That's the expectation. So to be clear, you're single. <laughs> yeah, because you know women mostly live in their limbic brains. So yeah, I get it. Oh, 
Well, I wasn't. I'm like just saying <laughs> you're an intelligent and sexy man who's single, ladies. Yeah. Mm. Mm. What is this, a fucking dating game now? Change the whole genre of our show? I want badly to be at his wedding. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, I mean, if we're going to be alive that long. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> if I'm going to be alive that long. Right? I mean, Whoa. Jesus. I mean, ladies, he's single, and he's good with kids, and not in that weird Michael Jackson sort of way. <laughs> Thank you for admitting it. There you go. Well, yeah, but he made Thriller. Anyway. Um, oh, my God. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, my God. We get into this fight Such about Michael song. Jackson. Uh, you know, like, yeah. Dude, I grew up listening to MJ. Yeah, man. Okay. LJ, MJ, I thought we were meant to be together. Yeah, and I grew up watching Bill Cosby. I grew up watching Bill Cosby. Guess what? He fucking raped women. Well, not men, so I know you're jealous. I get it. Where's Quaaludes when you need them? They're not available anymore. There's masculine. Um, no, but I mean, I think that's, it's pretty fantastic stuff. I applaud you for doing that. Um, I mean, the most, I think Dan and I would say that the most experience we have working with developmentally disabled would be at summer camp. Well, this podcast. There's that too. Each other. Yeah, just (laughs) each other. Yeah. Um, pretty much. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's fun to see these kids not only interact with, and I hate using this term, quote-unquote normal. I hate that term because it's so subjective. Well, you would. Um, but not only that, but be accepted mm. by mm. those kids. Well, I think the like even uh, special education in general, the stigmatization, oh, it's yeah. really... Oh, God, yeah. It's changed because we do, we do a lot more pushing. Mm-hmm. Which means we go into the classroom and help them, which can be. I mean, you really have to build a culture around it because, it, yes, it can be embarrassing for that child. Mm-hmm. It would have embarrassed me, but when you help all kinds of children, yeah, and I've worked with all kinds to make sure I open that up. So hey, it's not just kids who struggle or kids yeah. on the spectrum or whatever. It's all kids. I help whoever I can. Yeah, and I think building that yeah in, in an inclusive setting, which is based on the LRE, which is least restrictive environment, mm-hmm. I think we've really driven that home in that, you know, there's not special education classrooms anymore. Like, kids don't just go to that classroom. Yeah. They get direct instruction from general education, and then when it's specific instruction or they're working independently, they, they move into a small a small group, whether it's in the back of the classroom, um, and it may be pulled out at times, but... <laughs> Okay. Um, <laughs> grow up. <laughs> no, seriously, the both of you grow up right now. You know, yeah, you don't want it's to inappropriate. Talk. It's You're not okay for this I just podcast. Plastic keyboard. Anyway, but you know, I, I think we've There's really involved. the education system has done well at minim- minimalizing the stigma. Yeah. Mm. Um, what I think we could do better with is differentiation, which means offering. You know, you're offering the same work or the same material, their same topics, but you're differentiating that material to their best learned strategies. Yeah. yeah. So whether they, you know, and a lot of kids on the spectrum, whether they learn best visually, mm-hmm. whether it's auditorily, whether it's hands-on interactive, that you are supplementing those instructions to fit the way they learn best. And I think 
it's really hard for teachers these days because the classroom sizes are so big mm-hmm. and we're trying to include the it's it's like this this double-edged sword because we're trying to include the kids more in the classroom but because class sizes are becoming so big you know 25 to 30 kids it's so hard for these teachers to then differentiate for two three kids in their class mm-hmm. oh yeah oh yeah so yeah. i think we're we're there with the idea but not necessarily implementation and i think once we get there and we do have differentiation based on the learning style for you know each individual i think that that's just going to push everything even further cuz they'll be included they'll be in the classroom but they'll get things that you know fit their learning style yeah no it, it makes sense. It, it, it all makes sense and it goes back to my belief that i think that teachers should be paid like doctors and i think that teachers should be um scrutinized much much harder and you take those teachers that are great that just work hard and push their kids and get results and they should be paid well if you simply offer them a much higher salary the the vetting process of hiring will literally be the scrutiny that you need. Exactly. And then I mean, the that's amount fine. of people coming through the woodwork, I mean, will allow you to say, okay, you're. But you're for dealing with these larger class sizes, for dealing with the special needs kids. And another thing that I think of too when, when talking about this topic is what is it, 50, 60, 70 years ago? So what you're saying is that homeschooling is best? No, it's not. That's You take out a whole aspect of, of school. Depends on the kid. That's subjective, again. Yeah, but you're taking the whole social. I'm not saying I support it, but. The whole social <laughs> aspect of life is just taken away. But, um. Well, I, okay. Again, subjective because I think the 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 root of homeschooling was that isolation, but because homeschooling has become more widely accepted, there are groups that you can join, and they have extracurriculars that the homeschool kids can go to yeah. during the day. No, they really do. That they can hang out with other homeschool kids, so it gets oh them to interact. God. Hey, did you hear about this thing called dinosaurs? Yeah, I heard it was fake. Yeah, right. Well, that's what some Santa homeschool Claus? kids. Yeah. But um, no, uh, thank you for that insight, definitely. Yes, yes. Um, thank you, LJ. Uh, it's it's a crazy thing. And a lot, like of, saying, a lot like, of our listeners are moist. Now. Like 50, 60, moist. 70 years ago, these kids were institutionalized. These kids right, were, but you you were, you made it through. Yeah, I did. But they were beaten with bamboo rods, you know, like to beat the devil out of them because they yeah. were possessed. Yeah. You know, like but all it go, that now shit. it goes the other way. Now there's no overdiagnosis, especially oh, yeah. of ADHD. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it's oh, really easy to, effect, to snap yeah. on in. Yeah. It's Can like we sell them pills. Well, the the conversation I don't feel like comes up with doctors and and families enough about technology. Yeah. How often does your kid use technology? Yeah. Into yeah. what capacity? That's very true. You know and what I mean? And look over at the kid and he's on his phone. Like, well, it's like well, um, hey, no, but. Another thing for families, they're so busy now, you have to work as much, you know, you have two working parents, and, you know, whether you don't have time for it, whether you're coming home, you're exhausted and don't want to deal with it. That's true. There's plenty of confounding variables to why you hand your kid technology. Oh, yeah, just like I worked all all day It's all perpetuating itself. I, I don't know that there's anyone in particular at fault. There's like we talked about earlier, a healthy balance of things yeah, that you can do, and you and you need to find that balance because, you know, it's very easy, especially for an evolving brain, 
that we talk about that is lacking the prefrontal cortex, <laughs> mm-hmm. what lacks it any worse than, you know, constant technology? And although we played video games and that helps with planning, initiation, some of those things, mm-hmm. it was only at healthy doses, not That's an true. overwhelming. And especially early on, that can captivate our attention, and then we have to go sit in a classroom, which I know myself, sitting in helping a student, is not very captivating. No, not at all. Not I'm at not all. pulled into it. No. Yeah. At any means. You know, yeah. even if my, you know, my job depended on it, sitting yeah. there and trying to, you know... I'm not excited about it. Engulf myself into the material, I'm just like, oh, geez. You know, it's just like, technology's, it's rising, it's being used... Um, but I, I think, you know, like we're going to hopefully bridge the gap between yeah. technology and education and, you know, are you saying replace teachers with robots? I'm saying having more interactive learning. Yeah. So we, we started with the smart board, which is cool and all, but I think they have, you know, things where. The kids have their own tablets, and then they take a quiz, and you can kind of see your numbers, see how you're doing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, make it a competition, make it something that's, you know, um, you know, more... Um, make a game out of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Just make it more visceral. More and gripping, then, yeah. more, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely okay. agree. That makes sense to me, it, wow. definitely. Most definitely. I think we can use technology to really pull education in a positive direction we just don't have the funding to do so no and that's the problem is we put all of our funding and firing missiles at brown people instead of you know educating our kids you know America isn't where it was educationally speaking and you know I brought that up to someone someone that I thought was very educated that I still think is very educated and you know I'm like you know American kids you know they're learning shit in high school that they're learning in China in the fucking fourth and fifth grade. Mm-hmm. And his response was, well, China's fabricating the books. It's fake news. Just oh, because like, he knows so much about what mean? China does. <laughs> like, I don't, just like, uh, well, wait, no, America's still number one. Oh, like, that's right, yeah. No, 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 not, not, not We're at all. very, very low. I think we're in the 30s now. Uh, yeah, like, I, I yeah, want. Yeah, science and math were terrible. I want to be there. I want my country, like, and then people criticize. Well, you hate America. No, 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 no. But I we're not funneling America. the money into our teachers. We're not yeah. funneling. The, no, it, we're not. Honestly, I was hoping, you know, being in Colorado, that because of the legalization of marijuana, mm-hmm. that we're gonna get a bunch of money. Yeah. Not teachers per se, mm-hmm. but the classrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That technology and and dude, we so all our students have Chromebooks mm-hmm. in middle school. Sweet. So they can everything can be linked to Google Classroom. Mm-hmm. So you do have all your classes within Google Classroom. You have your assignments. You have, um, you know, well, homework, and then you have your assignments. So you're sitting in class. It's interactive. It pops up. They can show their slides. They can you can, you can write notes. You know, everything is there, but it's just not. It, it's still using and utilizing that old train of thought as far as like taking notes mm-hmm. and gripping the material rather than like a game popping up that we can kind of institute as something educational yep, yep. or a video or something that's like like you said Dan a little bit more visceral yeah you know to really kind of pull that student in to be like oh this is this is kind of cool actually yeah rather than them kind of taking that technology for granted 
exactly. Uh, virtual exactly. porn in the classroom. Well, we have it's you called Go saying. Guardian, mm-hmm. and they can they can uh, monitor what every kid does on their Chromebook. Oh boy! So each each uh, homeroom <laughs> teacher, when you're in her classroom, his or her, they can see what each each kid's doing, and they can pull up their screen. Damn! So oh, it's yeah. getting there. It's getting closer to like, hey, but it just needs. The, of course, it's the monitoring that's getting there, but not necessarily the material as far as being gripping enough. But th- the teachers do what they can, right? We're, yeah. They're not given that material. It's not their fault. Yeah. Again, exactly. it's really kind of this perpetual culture. It's There's so many variables between the home, between school, between you know the kids' learning style that we're trying to bring all together. And I think that comprehensive understanding yeah. and sitting down and talking yeah. with parents has really helped us understand like where they're at and what we can do. And I, I think we're moving in the right direction. It's frustrating and it's a slow progression, but I'm trying to picture you at work. Now, do you have jeans on and with like a brown vest with like patches on the elbows? No, dude. Shirt and tie every day. Every guy right, of course, day. shirt and tie, but your jacket is like a corduroy jacket with like patches on the elbows? No, I'm not there yet. <laughs> Give me ten years. Okay. Oh and I'll so, go to Salvation Army and reinvest <laughs> in the fucking right. corduroy jackets. That'd be great. Oh, I gotta take a picture of yourself when you do that. Put I it will. Just for that. It was like yeah. a cloth tie. So, let's get into fuck yous. Okay, let's Unless transition. Show up. Yeah. What do you guys think? Yeah, yeah I mean, I got one ready to load and shoot off. Lock and load? Lock and load. Face and chesticles. Mm. Yeah, so me. I just did an 11-hour, 11-and-a-half-hour day today walking in the snow, and I got to tell you, fuck you to anybody that doesn't shovel for me. A clear path to your mailbox and shovel your steps. If you don't, fuck you. You're not getting your mail. That's how it should be. I would leave the shovel out there. For you, right? Like, is he gonna do it or is it? It's a choice you have to make. Do you want to walk through the snow or do you want to fucking shovel it yourself, big boy? That's good. That's good. I like that. That's, that's a good one. That's, oh my god, that's funny. Um, the ownership is on me. There you go. It can be. I want to say fuck you. I got to. It. I can't stop everybody. You keep blowing your nose. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, are you? I was just going to say, fuck you to just this weather as a whole. You had to wait for me to start, and then you blow your nose. No. Like a fucking Yeti. So, I'm fucking... <laughs> He's just going to keep going. He can't stop, this dude. Is, you just said that. This is how... This is always... He proclaimed it before it happened. Oh, all right? yeah. So, you shouldn't be surprised. Fucking twat. Um, so, <laughs> such a prick. So I'm out there snow blowing today, and uh, the snow is shooting out of the chute. Mm. Okay, and sounds like erotic. It is very erotic, and a gust of wind comes my way, and blows. So the snowblower blows out opposite me, and the wind just takes all of that snow and just shoots it right back all over my face. So that's not the first time this has happened, right? Uh, no, it's not. Well, I got this ice. A piece of ice hit me in the fucking eye. Is the snow going to call you tomorrow? Yeah, probably. So <laughs> no, it won't. So fuck no, you. I wouldn't either. Yeah, no one does. Um, fuck you to this weather and the snow. <laughs> fuck you to Dan. And Dan's nose. And Dan's nose especially. Mm-hmm. So... Happy holidays and go fuck yourselves. LJ, do you have a fuck you? Please. I sure do, guys. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I can't wait. 
Go. So I want to say fuck you to the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. For their performance against the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, it ruined my night. It, it ruined a lot of ours. I know it there's a lot the of Cowboys fans. the entire holiday season. So fuck you for not utilizing Ezekiel Elliott enough mm-hmm. and getting within the five yard line and literally not fucking running the ball, which I feel like I've seen before. And I don't know, basically overall it was just a poor performance. It was kind of gutless. It was it was odd because, you know, like throughout the week they were so fired up and they had an opportunity to take it in their own hands and I, I guess not only the Dallas Cowboys but Football teams in general, like when you have the opportunity to take it in your own hands, you perceive that they're going to put out their best performance. And I feel like they hardly ever do. Mm-hmm. So, my segue into that would be the Buffalo Bills having the opportunity to take it in their fucking own hands, demolishing yeah. the Dolphins, even though the score wouldn't indicate such, but they fucking, it was a dominant game. Yeah, it was. And they had a little help, but the Cowboys would have needed that help too. Because they both played lackluster throughout the year, yeah. Um, but I, I'm disappointed in the boys. I'm I'm mainly disappointed in the coaching staff. How about um, Scott Linehan? Offensive play caller. Oh, man, I know it's hard, man. I I love I love Scott Linehan. I think he's very um, I love creative. Marinelli. I I do like. Yeah, but for the most part, he doesn't call the right plays when he should. It's just very odd. It's yeah. It's always been an odd thing for me, and I don't know if he tries to leverage. I guess I don't know where Dak Prescott is in understanding defenses and calling his own offense. Those audibles that Tony Romo would, could fucking do. Every time that Prescott called an audible, it was just a run. It was garbage. And I'm kind of hoping that given the prowess of Tony Romo's fucking ability to see the field, that they try to rein him in, even though I, I know he fucking loves being a broadcaster. Because he loves to study football. You honestly yeah. think that they could bring Romo back? I, I think he would be a great a great guy in the fucking headset of Dak Prescott. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Maybe not an As offensive like coordinator. Coach? Quarterbacks coach, yeah. yeah. That would be so sweet. I, but I think he loves the booth. And I think that, I that would kind of solve Tony. a lot of their problems, honestly, because yeah. Tony's worked with Scott. He, works, he worked with Jason. I he, think they got to get rid of Dez, too. They don't get. They don't need to get rid of Dez. Dez needs to take less money, yeah. and he needs to become a, a valuable number two. Yeah. He's, that's or just a slot where he's at. receiver or something. And like we that, need yeah. a we need a spotlight receiver, and we yeah. need a you know his ego won't allow for that though. He'll lose. Well, he already said that he won't take less money. So right. in that case, yes, you need to get rid of Dez because he he clearly is not the number one receiver. He dropped two passes. One, actually, I think two. Off his hands that were interceptions that against game the alone, Seahawks. Yeah, I mean all season he was dropping passes. Yeah, and he's not open. So well, he, they say he can't create separation anymore. Right. So you know, and like I think Cole Beasley's a great so- slot receiver. I don't think Terrence fucking takes enough coverage. No, I don't think he demands any attention. He has his. Right I really like Bryce Butler though. Yeah, because he scored in that game. Well, he's yeah. He scores oh, last game. I'm sorry. He had a touchdown catch. Yeah. The only touchdown against the fucking Eagles. They're fucking second and third teamers. But anyways, this isn't the Cowboys podcast. Yeah, sorry. I go on forever. But fuck you, Cowboys. You really disappointed us. Well, I think even if they made the playoffs, they wouldn't have fucking rustled any feathers. Just so. like the Bills. 
They're not going to ruffle. They're probably. Gonna I think they could beat Jacksonville, though. I think that's a they good could, matchup. But will they? I think they could beat Jacksonville. They I think, could. I think they'll make it to the second round. I think Jacksonville's got a stellar, probably the best defense in the NFL. It is the best defense. Yeah. Uh, besides the past three weeks, but. So let, come on. We'll we'll see what happens. I mean, I believe. Oh, it, fuck I you. think I think it centers on the um, the health of Lashawn McCoy. Yeah, I I agree with that. I definitely agree. And he'll he'll play on a sprained ankle. He ain't a fuck. But how effective? Exactly how That's effective. That's the question. And Calvin Benjamin tweaked his knee last week. He's a big receiver for the Bills, so yeah, whatever. All right, true. Fuck you, Cowboys. Fuck you. Okay, thanks everybody for listening to this two-hour pop-up podcast. Yes, thank you very much. Uh, thank you, LJ. He flew in specifically from Colorado to be on the show. That's yes. the only reason. Why. Yeah, it thanks, cost guys, us for a paying lot for my money. trip. Yeah, you're you're welcome. We make lots and lots of money here on the show. Dan, you want to play us out something? Give me something holiday. Cause this Ooh, is the holiday you want special. holiday stuff? Give me something holiday. Play us out, Dan. Well, I've got... Uh, Dan, you're taking too long. Oh, how about... Um, Just fucking play something. Minuet. I don't know about that. Well, I don't know what that even means. All right. Well, everyone, thanks a lot. Um, check us out. We're on the 8oClockStop.com. Um, check out our friends over at Eagle Epoxy and Genesee Beard Company, as always. Um, check them out for their awesome products. Um, I will be doing a special one-man podcast. I'm going to pop up on uh, The Last Jedi. Um, so please be prepared for that. If you're that much of a loser. Mm, that's going to be titillating. It will be. It will be very titillating. Thank you. Um, with that being said, uh, I want to thank our guest, LJ, again. Thank you. You're welcome, boys. Man, pleasure and an honor. That's, that gave me a bit of direction. Thank you. I'm aroused. And with my arousal... Good stuff. Thanks, everyone. And have a great... Uh, I don't know. Have a good 2018. Just don't kill each other. All right. Bye. Wow. Okay. Bye. They come from butts.